0: At the start of a new year, we read this. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it's written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what's said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he wouldn't see death and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. This is the word of God. 2021. If we remember back to this time last year, there might have been a hint about uh, about COVID. In 2021, we're hopeful of a vaccine, possibly even a cure. This is the short term way that we live, isn't it? We look at what's immediately ahead of us and we wonder, Simeon brings certainty. Through the Holy Spirit, through the written word of God, Simeon brings certainty. And there is a message of certainty for 2021, just as certain as was Simeon in those days, so can we be certain. Let's look at this man, Simeon, and then let's look at what God is teaching us about his own character. Well, the first thing we learn about Simeon is that he was righteous and devout. We read verses, don't we, like break up the fallowed ground, and uh, we think about the, the, the daily life of being a Christian, of being a follower, of being a disciple. I wonder how often it occurs to us that some of the work some of the groundwork is necessary for our growth as believers. Simeon was devout and righteous. He was righteous in that he kept the law. He presumably uh, had learnt the law of God by heart, and he was careful to observe what was in it. In in the spirit, in the sense of it, and also to the letter. Now, we know that as believers, there is more required of us than simply cold obedience. But obedience is is where we start, actually, as Christians. And so, Simeon was laying the groundwork. He was righteous. In other words, there was an integrity about him, not only in his actions, but also in his thoughts and words. If people had pointed to Simeon, they would have said, he's known for the good life that he leads. And and he was devout as well. In other words, he uh, he was committed. He was committed to God. This devotion and this righteousness, I'm not sure that we always... Understand these things in our modern society. We have so much relativism going on. We have so much of a sense of um, if it feels good, do it. Or, or we have we we have a, a sense that ah, well, because that person, or because I am the victim of circumstances, then less can be expected of me. And we have to be careful not to give ourselves excuses for for being for lacking integrity and lacking righteousness. But Simeon isn't just cold-hearted. There is something else about... He, he's, not, he's not just a, he's not just a, a believer in name and, and deed. There is more to Simeon than this. Because he's waiting. Now, I think there are two elements to this idea of waiting. The first is simply Waiting. In other words, expecting something to happen. We could say, couldn't we, that if we stand in the bus stop, we're we're waiting for a bus. We assume that there's going to be a bus. We're, we're, We're waiting for it. Now, it's no good waiting on the corner of the wrong street for that bus because we'll we'll miss it, so waiting has a sense of being in the right place as well and and Simeon has placed himself in the temple, and he, uh, he he goes about his religious duties there in the temple. So waiting is waiting and and perhaps being in the right place, but having our eyes open as well, so if we go back to that very simple. Uh, idea of waiting for the bus, you know, you have to keep your eyes on the road. Sometimes the bus is late, sometimes it's early, you have to know it's coming. But what we do know is that Simeon was waiting with certainty. He was sure that God would show him the Lord's Christ. And there's another part of waiting, which is about prayer. And God has chosen to involve himself in the world and to involve us in what he is doing in the world through prayer. This prayer of expectation... Is the prayer that the Lord Jesus teaches us when you pray say father holy is your name your kingdom come see Simeon was waiting for the coming of a king now he calls that consolation do you need some consolation today do you need some comfort God promised to Simeon that he would see consolation from God. Now, in the days of Simeon, they were ruled by someone who was half Jewish, half Edomite. In other words, someone who wasn't quite there. Not only that, but this king would uh, give taxes and duties to the Emperor Augustus. Uh, We know that this king was a, a bloodthirsty person whose throne was marked with murder and assassination. And we know that the empire above the king was extremely controlling to the extent that, you know, if taxes had to be paid, people had to travel. Whether or not there was a loss of business or uh, or um, anything like that, or, or status, they had to travel and they had to pay taxes. And we know That taxation was so rife and so endemic that it had attracted the wrong kind of people to collect the taxes. And so tax collectors themselves were hated because they were everywhere. And they were demanding and they were persistent. And we know that the great traditions of the Jews in terms of, having their independence and having a, a land which was filled with milk and honey and having rest in that land because they, the land belonged to them through generation and generation. We know that all of that had come apart. The wheels had fallen off. And they were living, as it were, as people in a borrowed land. Although it was their land, it, it was borrowed from the from the emperor. And any moment, as he did in uh, AD 70, not this emperor but another um, he would, uh, he would come and take it all away and destroy it all. They were living at the, at the mercy of others. Sounds a bit like our situation, doesn't it? Are we waiting for consolation? Are we prayerful? Are we saying to God, "Your kingdom come," because we're confident of the consolation that He brings? Because we can be certain of that consolation, just as Simeon was certain that there would be consolation for Israel. Why? Because he wouldn't face death. And this is a specific promise to Simeon. Until he had seen the Lord's Christ. Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. This promise was very specific to Simeon. That in all the disappointments, all the hardships, all the aging that he'd gone through. We don't know how old he was, but we assume he was ready uh, to to go, to, to, to die, to be with God. Through all of that, there was the promise of God that he would see the Lord's Christ, the anointed one. The servant king, the one promised from Isaiah to uh, to 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 um, Malachi, to uh, even the 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 one promised in the books of Moses, who would be a prophet, in the same way that Moses was a prophet. In other words, he would come to save his people, and Simeon would see him. Now, how did he know this? There was a secret greater than all of this that brought certainty to Simeon. And the certainty came because the Holy Spirit was upon him. God had shown him this through the Holy Spirit. How can we be certain of anything apart from promise of God in his word and the action of the Holy Spirit within our hearts and our souls and our spirits and our minds. Simeon, in all of the mess and chaos of empire, he looked with certainty because God was with him by his Holy Spirit. And we should just pause there, shouldn't we? Because there is a promise in those two things. That the Christ, the Anointed One, the Appointed One, the Messiah, is promised to us. In the Word of God, repeatedly, in the symbolism of the, the Passover lamb, in the, in the specifics of prophetic words in the scriptures but also the certainty comes through the Holy Spirit breathing into us God's breath and his life. Well, when Mary and Joseph, and remember it's amazing, isn't it, because Joseph was from Because his family was from Bethlehem, they'd made that journey from Nazareth. And because this is the tradition of people to bring the child after eight days to be circumcised in the temple in Jerusalem. And because Simeon was in the temple by the Spirit of God led there. Then he gets to hold Jesus. He gets to hold the one who is named God Saves, and no wonder he proclaims, "Now you're letting your servant depart in peace, because peace is promised by God." So, what do we learn from God while well, He fulfills His promises? And Simeon had been waiting ever so long, such a long time, but with the certainty and doing the groundwork, and with the belief and with the prayer. Now God was fulfilling what he had promised and it would bring him peace. Peace to the Hebrew is goodness, fulfillment, nourishment, uh, joy, agreement, oneness. All of those things are matched up in the word peace and God has promised peace to his people. Because God is the God of peace. He Brings peace. Maybe you need to know that today. Maybe you need to know it in your fellowship, in your family. Maybe you need to know it. Looking forward into 2021, maybe you need to know it. In your prayer life, in your walk with God. That God is the God who offers peace. According to his word. So there's certainty in God. My eyes have seen your salvation, says Simeon. And remember, the eyes, Jesus calls them the lamp of the body. They they light up what's inside. They they reveal stuff to us. John says, we've seen him. We have seen the Christ. We've seen this eternal Logos, this eternal will of God, we've we've seen him. And Simeon says, Oh, at last my eyes have seen your salvation. Now don't lose the beauty of this. Simeon is holding a baby, so fragile, eight days old, still entirely dependent on mother and father for. Food and health and protection and shelter and education, language, all those things. But remember that his name is Jesus. His name is God saves. And when his eyes are opened <clears throat> in faith, Simeon is certain. He's certain that he is holding God's means of salvation. Now he has an idea of what this means. That this baby will grow up and say words which will divide people's hearts. That he will nonetheless be a light of revelation. Revelation. To the Gentiles. Remember Jesus said, when the Son of Man is lifted up, he'll draw all men to himself. So Simeon predicts and is certain that God has a plan for all the peoples. Now you, you can be easily misled into thinking that the news is all there is, the bad news about COVID, the economy, about Brexit, about um, threat to education, about threat to our health, our lifestyles, the things that we value. But God has prepared in Jesus a light of revelation to all the peoples, to the Gentiles, to you and me. And to others. And so Simeon speaks of the certainty of God's purpose in his world. So what are we learning about God? That God is a God who brings peace. That he brings light. That he brings salvation. And that he prepares that salvation to be revealed to all the peoples. And for the glory of the people of Israel. In other words, that God would fulfill his promises to his people, his chosen people, because Jesus, arising out of the Jewish nation, would be the light of revelation, not just to the Gentiles, but also to the Jewish people. How can we Pick up the words spoken by Simeon 2,000 years ago, and how, how can we enjoy and live by them today? That's our challenge. Well, perhaps we start with prayer, with waiting, with expecting, with asking God to hover over us by His Holy Spirit and to breathe life into us by His Holy Spirit, to reveal His word to us. His promised word, his written word. And as we do that, we have a chance of discovering the peace, the salvation, and the light of revelation to all in 2021. Well, I predict that 2021 will not be a year like 2020, But I also predict it will be a year like 2020. We're still going to need good news. We're still going to need to wait for consolation. But in that, we have certainty. May we take the certainty that is in God's word, the certainty that was in this man, Simeon. Let's lift our eyes to the heavens and say, Oh God, Speak to us in these days, comfort our hearts, show us your consolation, but help us always always to have that big picture, that there is a name who brings salvation to all the nations. And this, in the will of God, for his glory. Amen. Amen. At the start of a new year, we read this. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it's written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what's said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he wouldn't see death, Light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed and a sword will pierce through your own soul also so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed." This is the word of God. 2021. If we remember back to this time last year, there might have been a hint about uh, about COVID. In 2021, we're hopeful of a vaccine, possibly even a cure. This is the short-term way that we live, isn't it? We look at what's immediately ahead of us and we wonder. Simeon brings certainty through the Holy Spirit, through the written word of God. Simeon brings certainty and there is a message of certainty for 2021 just as certain. As was Simeon in those days, so can we be certain. Let's look at this man, Simeon. And then let's look at what God is teaching us about his own character. Well, the first thing we learn about Simeon is that he was righteous and devout. We read verses, don't we, like break up the fallowed ground, and uh, we think about the, the, the daily life of being a Christian, of being a follower, of being a disciple. I wonder how often it occurs to us that some of the work, some of the groundwork is necessary for our growth as believers. Simeon was devout and righteous. He was righteous in that he kept the law. He presumably uh, had learnt the law of God by heart, and he was careful to observe what was in it, In, in the spirit, in the sense of it, and also to the letter. Now, we know that as believers... There is more required of us than simply cold obedience. But obedience is is where we start, actually, as Christians. And so, Simeon was laying the groundwork. He was righteous. In other words, there was an integrity about him. Not only in his actions, but also in his thoughts and words. If people had pointed to Simeon, they would have said, he's known for the good life that he leads and and he was devout as well in other words he was uh he was committed he was committed to God this devotion and this righteousness i'm not sure that we always understand these things in our modern society we have so much relativism going on we have so much of a sense of um, if it feels good, do it. Or, or we have we we have a, a sense that, ah, well, because that person or because I am the victim of circumstances, then less can be expected of me. And we have to be careful not to give ourselves excuses for for being for lacking integrity and lacking righteousness. But Simeon isn't. Just cold hearted. There is something else about he, he's not he's not just a he's not just a, a believer in name and, and deed. There is more to Simeon than this because he's waiting. Now I think there are two elements to this idea of waiting. The first is simply waiting. In other words, expecting something to happen. We could say, couldn't we, that if we stand in the bus stop, we're, we're waiting for a bus. We assume that there's going to be a bus. We're, we're, we're waiting for it. Now, it's no good waiting on the corner of the wrong street for that bus because we'll, we'll miss it. So waiting has a sense of being in the right place as well. And, and Simeon has placed himself in the temple and he, uh, he, he goes about his religious duties there in the temple. So waiting is waiting. And and perhaps being in the right place. But having our eyes open as well. So if we go back to that very simple uh, idea of waiting for the bus, you know, you have to keep your eyes on the road. Sometimes the bus is late, sometimes it's early. You have to know it's coming. But what we do know is that Simeon was waiting with certainty, he was sure that God would show him the Lord's Christ. And there's another part of waiting, which is about prayer. And God has chosen to involve himself In the world and to involve us in what he is doing in the world through prayer. This prayer of expectation is the prayer that the Lord Jesus teaches us. When you pray, say, Father, holy is your name, your kingdom come. See, Simeon was waiting for the coming of a king. Now, he calls that consolation. Do you need some consolation today? Do you need some comfort? God promised to Simeon that he would see consolation from God. Now, in the days of Simeon, they were ruled by someone who was half Jewish half Edomite, in other words, someone who wasn't quite there. Not only that, but this king would uh, give taxes and duties to the Emperor Augustus. Uh, We know that this king was a, a bloodthirsty person whose throne was marked with murder and assassination. And we know that the empire above the king was extremely controlling to the extent that, you know... If taxes had to be paid, people had to travel. Whether or not there was a loss of business or, uh, or um, anything like that, or, or status, they had to travel and they had to pay taxes. And we know that taxation was so rife and so endemic that it had attracted the wrong kind of people to collect the taxes. And so tax collectors themselves were hated because they were everywhere and they were demanding and they were persistent And we know that the great traditions of the Jews in terms of having their independence and having a a land which was filled with milk and honey and having rest in that land because the land belonged to them through generation and generation. We know that all of that had come apart. The wheels had fallen off. And they were living, as it were, as people in a borrowed land, Although it was their land, it, it was borrowed from the, from the emperor. And any moment, as he did in uh, AD 70, not this emperor but another, um, he, he, would, uh, he would come and take it all away and destroy it all. They were living at the, at the mercy of others. Sounds a bit like our situation, doesn't it? Are we waiting for consolation? Are we prayerful? Are we saying to God, your kingdom come because we're confident of the consolation that he brings? Because we can be certain of that consolation just as Simeon was certain that there would be consolation for Israel. Why? Because he wouldn't face death. And this is a specific promise to Simeon until he had seen the Lord's Christ, Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. This promise was very specific to Simeon, that in all the disappointments, all the hardships, all the aging that he'd gone through, we don't know how old he was, but we assume he was ready uh, to to go, to, to, to die, to be with God. Through all of that, there was the promise of God that He would see the Lord's Christ, the Anointed One, the Servant King, the one promised from Isaiah to uh, to to to, to um, Malachi to uh, even the 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 one promised in the books of Moses who would be a prophet in the same way that Moses was a prophet. In other words, he would come to save his people and Simeon would see him. Now, how did he know this? There was a secret greater than all of this that brought certainty to Simeon. And the certainty came because the Holy Spirit was upon him. God had shown him this through the Holy Spirit. How can we be certain of anything apart from the promise of God in his word and the action of the Holy Spirit within our hearts and our souls and our spirits and our minds? Simeon, in all of the mess And chaos of empire, he looked with certainty because God was with him by his Holy Spirit. And we should just pause there, shouldn't we? Because there is a promise in those two things. That the Christ, the anointed one, the appointed one, the Messiah is promised to us. In the Word of God, repeatedly in the symbolism of the, the Passover Lamb, in the, in the specifics of pro- prophetic words in the Scriptures, but also the certainty comes through the Holy Spirit, breathing into us God's breath and His life. Well when Mary and Joseph, and remember it's amazing, isn't it? Because Joseph was from Bethlehem, because his family was from Bethlehem, they'd made that journey from Nazareth, and because this is the tradition of people to bring the child after eight days to be circumcised in the temple in Jerusalem. And because Simeon was in the temple by the Spirit of God led there, Then he gets to hold Jesus. He gets to hold the one who is named God saves. And no wonder he proclaims. Now you're letting your servant depart in peace. Because peace is promised by God. So what do we learn from God? Well, he fulfills his promises. And Simeon had been waiting ever so long. Such a long time. But with the certainty and doing the groundwork and with the belief and with the prayer. Now God was fulfilling what he had promised and it would bring him peace. Peace to the Hebrew is goodness, fulfillment, nourishment, uh, joy, agreement, oneness. All of those things are matched up in the word Peace, and God has promised peace to his people. Because God is the God of peace. He brings peace. Maybe you need to know that today. Maybe you need to know it in your fellowship, in your family. Maybe you need to know it looking forward into 2021. Maybe you need to know it in your prayer life, in your walk with God. That God is the God who offers peace. According to His word, so there's certainty in God. My eyes have seen Your salvation," says Simeon. And remember, the eyes Jesus calls them the lamp of the body. They they light up w- what's inside. They they reveal stuff to us. John says we we've seen Him. We have seen the Christ. We've seen this eternal logos, this eternal will of God. We've we've seen him. And Simeon says, oh, at last, my eyes have seen your salvation. Now, don't lose the beauty of this. Simeon is holding a baby, so fragile, eight days old, still entirely dependent. On mother and father for food and health and protection and shelter and education, language, all those things. But remember that his name is Jesus. His name is God saves. And when his eyes are opened in faith, Simeon is certain. He's certain that he is holding God's means of salvation. Now he has an idea of what this means. That this baby will grow up and say words which will divide people's hearts. That he will nonetheless be a light of revelation to the Gentiles. Remember Jesus said, when the Son of Man is lifted up, he'll draw all men to himself. So Simeon predicts and is certain that God has a plan for all the peoples. Now you you can be easily misled into thinking that the news is all there is, the bad news about COVID, the economy, about Brexit, about um, threat to education, about threat to our health, our lifestyles, the things that we value. But God has prepared in Jesus a light of revelation to all the peoples, to the Gentiles to you and me, and to others. And so Simeon speaks of the certainty of God's purpose in his world. So what are we learning about God? That God is a God who brings peace, that he brings light, that he brings salvation, and that he prepares that salvation to be revealed to all the peoples. and for the glory of the people of Israel. In other words, that God would fulfill his promises to his people, his chosen people, because Jesus, arising out of the Jewish nation, would be the light of revelation, not just to the Gentiles, but also to the Jewish people. How can we Pick up the words spoken by Simeon 2,000 years ago, and how, how can we enjoy and live by them today? That's our challenge. Well, perhaps we start with prayer, with waiting, with expecting, with asking God to hover over us by His Holy Spirit and to breathe life into us by His Holy Spirit, to reveal His Word to us. His promised word, his written word. And as we do that, we have a chance of discovering the peace, the salvation, and the light of revelation to all in 2021. Well, I predict that 2021 will not be a year like 2020, But I also predict it will be a year like 2020. We're still going to need good news. We're still going to need to wait for consolation. But in that, we have certainty. May we take the certainty that is in God's word, the certainty that was in this man, Simeon. Let's lift our eyes to the heavens and say, oh God, Speak to us in these days, comfort our hearts, show us your consolation, but help us always always to have that big picture, that there is a name who brings salvation to all the nations, and this in the will of God, for his glory, amen.